Hello? One, Hello? Two, yeah. Are we going to be able to talk like this? It's so hard with a delay. Yeah. But maybe just do this. Then it could be, yeah, it's, it's <sighs> is it better? <laughs> it is okay. I mean, I feel like this is fine. Um, but what the heck? I don't know, man. How is this? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. Welcome to podcast. Ooh, I like that. The show that is always being whatever you, the audience, uh, wants the show to be. If you want to send in remarks on what the show is being on Twitter or Instagram, you can do that and I'll read it at the start of every episode. So that way the audience can inform us a little bit. We can get some good mirroring reflections going okay. between the internal and the external, which is what we were talking about yeah. earlier today. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> what a transition, dude. <laughs> uh, the external. Yeah. And the delay between the internal and the external as well. Something... But see, that's that's exactly what we're dealing with here. It's like you're dealing with your brain trying to process both what you're trying to say and what you're saying. And it's getting distracted by the input. Yeah. It's like, as long as there is no input... I can focus on whatever's going on, but if there's input, it's distracting me from. Yeah, yeah. So, and this is represented by the headphones being delayed in their feedback mm-hmm. of our voices, which, yeah, I'm trying to move past it <laughs> so we can talk. Like in the moment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but inside, I'm very sad because I really want us to sound like this. Sound like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, but see, like, everything's... Exactly the way <clears throat> it's ought to manifest itself. And, and that is my axiom. Once I recognized that axiom, um, it became a little easier to live. Um... Because my definition of truth <clears throat> is this. And that's kind of what we could discuss and play around with. But uh, yeah, my definition of truth is what brings or bears good fruit. Dude, I really resonate with that. I feel like my um, direction in a similar way in life is just to look at a very similar thing to that, which is like the function, like at the end of the day is what I'm doing or is the person that I'm like looking to for guidance from, are they truly being functional in their philosophy and in their lives? Because then I would draw, it's like, if the truth is whatever is, like you said, functional, useful, 
Like, is this actually producing a positive net result? If it's not producing positive net result, it can be accurate. It could be factual, yet mm -hmm. not true. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and for me personally, it's like I have a map, an outline of a certain idea. And uh, I keep tweaking it, working on it, you know, uh, whatever the idea might be about the world or how something works. But at the end of the day, how accurate and factual it is, is completely irrelevant. It could be true in terms of the outline that I've created in my mind. But if it's not useful to my life, it's not, if it's not producing any positive net result, it's not true. Yeah, I think that's a great way to navigate things. Although it's really difficult sometimes to... I mean, for me, I don't, it's, I think I've been thinking about lately how there's no real beginning or end or boundary with these things because you, the individual, are, the, are really in control of where you set your limits and and where you choose to um, be responsible. Because I've been kind of going back and forth between looking at myself in that light, like is what I'm doing uh, functional and is it staying in contact with the kind of original truth that sprung me into some sort of life path. But on the other hand, it's like, sometimes I get too focused in on that and like too hard on myself because I feel like, why am I not being functional when, or, you know, why am I not meeting this standard of productivity or functionality or confidence? And then also just from that place, having to learn how to live in peace and harmony and acceptance with the limitations of myself just as a human individual because we are we all are just one human person and we have limited energy you know so it's like yeah for me i've needed to kind of temper my desire to be authentic with um forgiving myself mm -hmm. and Authentic and forgiving myself. That is awesome. Yeah. Authentic and forgiving our, myself. Because sometimes you're right. We try to convince ourselves of certain things. And um, what I would say is if me trying to convince myself of uh, something that isn't exactly accurate. Yeah. Uh, then it's a lie. And how do I know it's a lie if it doesn't produce good fruit? But mm -hmm. um, yesterday what happened to me is by accident, I went just a little further in uh, coming to a conclusion that everything is pretty much a lie. That 
I would love to hear more about. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is a lie. And um, what is that? What is this? What triggered you into feeling that way? What kind of thought or idea? The context. Okay. So here's a context. Will you hand me all that weed stuff as well? Pipe. Freaking uh, lighter. Weed. I think the weed is... Oh, the weed is right here. Thank you. Yes, sir. It's so cozy in here. I like it. Thanks. Tyler's room is its own thing. This is co- and that's a door. I wish people could see. That's so awesome. <laughs> Wait, what's a door? That right there looks like a door. Oh, it You're does. It's like a giant on a portal to another dimension, just waiting for it to swing open. <laughs> <laughs> Fell through. <laughs> Where's Colin? Uh, for the audience, if you want to see the door, subscribe to the Patreon. Hey, I like that. That's awesome. <laughs> so anyway, you're, context. you're telling me that everything is a lie? <laughs> what? Uh, as far as I am concerned, as far as every single person's point of view goes, yeah, it's a lie. So there is reality, and reality just is. And uh, we could say that... Reality is neither true or false. Reality just is. Beautiful. That's a really amazing place to start. And uh, when, when we talk about, when I use the terms true or false, once again, true is something that produces positive net result. And I understand that's very subjective. It's like, yeah. who gets to decide whether or not it's producing a positive result well at this point we or in this case me i get to kind of use my mind to draw a trajectory and use my imagination whatever experience i have to try to predict whether or not it's going to have a positive or negative outcome and even though it's well because it's so subjective Technically, it's not true because you don't know whether or not your trajectory is accurate. Right. So you're always kind of playing this dance between subjectivity and function. Yes. And the function is determined by me being able to make proper predictions. Which it's like, well, how do you know you're making proper predictions? Well... I can look at my life and see whether or not my predictions or my sense of judgment is accurate mm-hmm. and if it's produced good fruit in my life. Yeah. And that good fruit is the, like a friend, Alex, would say the proof is in the pudding, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like the positive net result is the proof that's what I'm dealing with is truth Mm -hmm. and the good fruit is the manifestation of truth. Everything else is a lie. So everything that doesn't manifest itself into goodness is a lie. As far as our reality goes, it's neither true or false. Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) 
it's neither true or false. So reality just is. Yes. And we do not live in it. Oh, interesting. I want to know more about that. But before that, I want to say that, um, yeah, just getting to the point of feeling like I can feel like reality is in a way that's neutral or just existing or just to me like feeling like I can exist, just be somewhere and exist without some reason of being there or some anxiety or some thought that I have to leave Hmm. or, you know, have to, yeah, yeah, finding peace in reality as it exists, as it is. is I didn't think of it as like that, but you're right. Reality just is, and you can just be. Yeah, at any time. You can just (laughs) be for a bit. You can just be. Yeah. That's so awesome. Uh, Yeah, so you're telling me. You're telling me, Mr., that, uh, I don't know, what were you going to say? I forgot. That everything we interact with is not real. Oh, yeah, great. This is really good territory. (laughs) I have a lot. Uh, I think about this a lot. So (laughs) um, to give some context to the whole thing is uh, I made a post on Facebook. I don't know if you saw it. What's that? By a... It's two different videos of what seems to be the same lady. And what happened was I came home and my mom's like, hey, did I send you the, did, did you see the video I sent you? I'm like, no. What video? So she goes on her Viber and she's like, here, What's here's that? Viber. It's like WhatsApp, except for vibing. Exactly. I get on there. Yeah. And uh, she shows me this video um, of a lady that's all like convulsing and shaking. And um, mm. I'm going to, I'm getting off Viber. i'm out of there uh and uh, she's all shaking and doesn't have control of her motor motor uh capabilities and um then she shows me a second video which is that lady making a statement that and this lady uh, in the second video is she still convulsing yeah okay but she's making a statement yeah and her body's like shaking and all different directions uh Yeah, she's struggling. Okay. Uh, And uh, so she's saying that she's a nurse. um, And uh, she's been a nurse for like at least 25 years. And she took the... Shout out. Big ups. (laughs) COVID-19 vaccine. And ever since she's been... Oh, she's been shaking and doing all this stuff since the vaccine? Well, two days after, um, she's been having this reaction, right? And my mom gave me... some crazy implications. Go ahead. (laughs) My my mom's all like telling me about this lady and uh, that she... Well, basically, she made it seem like she knows this lady because my mom works at the hospital. And I was under the impression the whole time that she knows this lady, that um, my mom... um, uh, recognizes the fact that she she's not going into work because she's struggling of the adverse reactions to the vaccine. And I'm like, wow, because the video looks pretty terrible, right? And uh, what what do you mean? It was like filmed bad, or 
<laughs> no, uh, the uh, filming, the, the filming was very professional. <laughs> she didn't pass that shit on to her son or whoever was recording, but uh, she was, yeah, not having a good time and uh, made, made a statement that uh, she's going to have to do treatment. And this is the result of the vaccine. And I'm like, wow, dude, this is pretty oh. bad. Do you know what the treatment was or like what the... Well, she said that she was going to do, they're going to send her to, I think she said Colorado or something somewhere to do shock treatment. I've been there. Cool. So my response is, wow, this is pretty bad. So Yeah, and she's doing shock treatment, you said? For for shaking. (laughs) Shocking. (laughs) Yeah, that's shocking. (laughs) Damn. Get her. Uh, And... uh, my response is like, wow. Like, it, it was an emotional response. So when I saw that, I had an emotional a yeah. wave of emotions. Certainly. That is terrible. People need to know about this. Mm. So my next step was um, I sent those videos to myself from my mom's phone. And I went on Facebook and I made a post. What's right. <laughs> That's Facebook. Who's Mark? Facebook? <laughs> that yeah. sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. So you made this post. I uh, made this post and I stated, made my own statement that uh, if this is what you're gambling with, then I'd rather not get the vaccine. Uh, I'd rather just deal with COVID. And honestly, I'm kind of curious about the way COVID would hit me. So mm. I'm like, not even. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you've already found out. Uh, I mean, not to. The whole problem with this um, COVID, wait, is um, that's a bleep sound. Effect. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, wait. So the whole problem with is that it's become this political issue where. You can't really talk about it without politicizing things. Do you agree? I'm going to get into the nature of reality here in a little bit. And as far as what COVID is, well, we'll get there at at the end. That's that's really uh, smart. I made this post and uh, a good friend of mine, Zach, James is like, uh, is there any chance this could be anecdotal? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Yeah, I I agree. Don't know uh, whether or not she's being honest. Well, I'm going to go ask my mom. So I go ask my mom and I'm like, hey, how do you know this lady? (laughs) Who is this? How do you know this lady? And once again, I was under the impression that this is somebody here at Peace Health Hospital that my mom interacts with. Right. That makes sense. And that's a great thing to do in this situation is to follow that trail, be a detective, get engaged in something real by tracing it. (laughs) Turns out that uh, my cousin sent it to her and my cousin's in Spokane. And I'm like, hold on. So you're trying to tell me that you don't know this lady? And she's like, yeah, no, like, uh, my cousin from Spokane sent her. It's like, holy shit, dude. Well, then. You gotta go to Spokane. Did you fly to Spokane? 
Except for now, I drive. don't have that much of a desire to share this information because ah. I was under the impression that my mom interacted with this person. And so I took the accuracy of this information on my mom's authority. Mm. Like, so, wow. yeah, and that's what we that's do. That's a great lesson. All the yeah. time is we accept a lot of the information that we cannot double check for ourselves under somebody else's authority. Yeah, it's so true. That is the entire way that the system of education and workplace exists on if you're someone who doesn't actively do this work to trace things to their core and to trace your own feelings and experiences to their core inside of you um yeah the way the world works in my experience and in my in the areas of the world i've lived in um you're going to go around believing in all these things and interacting with all these things from a conceptual basis where you know of something as a concept like phone, cup, chair. But I see a lot of people in the world just kind of like going from thing to thing with no like connecting lines in their experiences between all of these things. And my, my uh, freaking shit with all this is to try and become less aware of the like conceptual differentiating, distincting things and more aware of just how they all play into the same one thing, which is my experience. And the more I do that, uh, the more I choose things that serve me better in what I'm doing and what I'm like ingesting and spending my, you know, ingesting is just anything you spend your time doing. It doesn't have to yeah. be food or drugs. Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> Boop. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you know beluga whale? Beluga whale. Like, I know. I love beluga whale. Wait. You're talking about the whale, right? The, the whale, yeah. <laughs> do you know what it is? Yeah, it's the cutest one. How, how do you know what it is? Uh, I think there's a really good children's song about it. Um, so you baby. know Beluga Whale from beluga. a song? <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you uh, seen one? Online. So Not it's in real like, life. This piece of information, this construct that you hold in your head that you've put in a category of beluga whale is on somebody else's authority. Yeah, and really maybe what I'm excited about is the energy that I got in my memory from hearing that really good song. Hey. And I'm, and this is something I notice I do all the time, hey. which is co-opt two things into one thing and misidentify what something is because I'm like connecting this concept to this energetic meaning that is not actually accurate yeah. and my energetic meaning is carrying my baggage and my predispositions and my yeah the distortions from my perspective and i'm projecting it onto a, a concept 
So um, at that point, <clears throat> I recognized that uh, that could totally be anecdotal. And what I just put out there online, um, well, it doesn't line up with my standard of mm. judgment. I just said it goes against my best judgment. So what happened there? And uh, yeah, it took me a while. I didn't really engage with a lot of the comments that happened because it's like <clears throat> people that are all about faxing and not vaxing. Faxing? <laughs> What's Those that? Are stuck in the past. <laughs> Listen, if you're someone who is all about faxing and like you know pro-faxing, anti-faxing, my advice to you is get with the times. You know, yeah. maybe try emailing They're or texting or something past. like that. Yeah, dude. Grow Please. up. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, email. Email. Uh, so I didn't really engage with people too much. I engaged with David a little bit. Nice. <laughs> but uh, then I, I took a step back from the whole post and <clears throat> I tried to kind of break down what happened because technically I do not want to be the person that spreads misinformation. So beautiful. What happened was. Um, in my understanding, I saw a video that created an emotional response that you're seeing someone in some terrible pain. Yeah. Pain. yeah. Um, terrible. That emotional response uh, was in line with my um, pre-existing beliefs about vaccines. Mm. And as far as I know, the term for that is confirmation bias. Mm. I, yeah, I saw I something, so. got an emotional response that lines up with my pre-existing thinking. Yes. And what I did next was, under somebody else's authority, I accepted this information as factual without really knowing, you know. Yeah. And went ahead and spread it. Yes. <clears throat> and that kind of behavior... I would classify as unconscious because a conscious thing to do would be to recognize that I got an emotional response, which is leading me to want to share this with everybody else as truth mm -hmm. and also recognize that I don't know whether or not this is true. Yeah. I'm just accepting my mom's authority, which was false because she didn't know the lady in the first place and the fact that uh she interacted with the person i just filled in certain blanks in uh, the story that she was telling me and came to my own conclusions so that whole process that led me to sharing that video was not true yes although well this just is a beautiful representation of something that is the core of the way that we work as humans, which is very much going back to what we first were talking about, which is this want to be authentic and be truthful, but also this innate humanity of always 
being in new situations, always learning new things, making mistakes, um, mistakes, which are really just taking actions into some sort of exploratory unknown. And then the action that you take gives you some uh, reflection of that action. Mm -hmm. And then you have this whole cycle of perspective that then you can learn from and grow from and have another perspective from. But all those mistakes that we make are true, though. Like, Yes, but I think that is totally fine. And exactly. what I want to see in the world is a way of engaging with this function that's less um, inflammatory and f like um, conceptually black and white. Mm -hmm. Like in terms of... Good or bad. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like... Um, the, these things exist on a spectrum of white to black where there's like infinite uh, differentiations of gray that happen in between but, but there, those two things. In my opinion, there really isn't a spectrum outside of our imagination yeah. because absolutely every experience can, if you engage with something consciously and it gives you a negative response. Like you break your head against the wall, you know? Yeah, and you're coming at it consciously but by saying, I'm so going to push my head against the wall. And the result of your behavior is analyzed in the way that um, helps you to move forward in life in a direction that produces good fruit, mm -hmm. then that experience was true. Mm -hmm. If you're engaging with the world unconsciously. Well, and the paradox with that, though, and it's a great example you've used of banging your head against the wall, because someone could do that and hit their head and be like, wow, that hurt. I'm not going to do that anymore because I tried it. Someone else might try that. And I find myself doing this all the time in little ways where I'm trying to do the same like thing. Like this little ways? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not for real, I'm, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And I don't really relate to what you said because I'm the kind of person who kind of bangs the back of my head against the wall a lot of times. Like, mm -hmm. okay. I'm trying to just like relax. And then I hit the back of my head against the wall. And I find myself doing this over and over and over and not learning from it because I'm just trying to relax. I'm trying to, like, loll my head back. But I'm so close up against the back wall, like you are kind of right now, <laughs> that I'm just doing it over and over and over and over again. And I'm not realizing that I need to move my foundation into a different point of perspective. And I, have, of course, am talking about the foundation of my chair. I need to move my chair away from the wall so that I have the space to relax without hitting my head because I don't want to be hitting my head because it hurts. So <laughs> uh, uh, when they say bang your or hit your head against the wall or break your forehead against the bang. wall, beep, uh, what I'm referring to is um, you are on a trajectory toward a, an obstacle. 
and you engage with the obstacle in front of you uh, in a manner that hit, like, oh, it hits you back. So I totally like, <laughs> see what you're saying now. So yes. not literally. Okay. <laughs> but like you're headed that. into a di- direction um, that is going to create suffering for you. And you engage with... Me? The Wait, res- you're talking to me? Yes. The, you're the only one here. It's just you and me, baby. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, let's say it's uh, drinking four cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're doing it consciously. And then you are dealing with the results in a m- manner that produces good fruit in your life. So Thank that you. experience itself, uh, if done consciously... Uh, it can be good, and if done not consciously, it's bad. So the yeah. only spe- spectrum that there is 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 it helping you uh, trajectory in the direction that creates more positive outcomes? Yes, that's such a fucking cool word, trajectory. Like na- navigate. All, all we're doing is we're already going. That's the thing. Yeah. We're already going. You're yeah. going. I'm going. We're all going. Where are you going? Like, <laughs> the project of good things. Exactly. But that's completely dependent on our own perception of who we are, because that is the foundation and the core of reality. Is the way that you perceive yourself determines what your reality is, because the way you feel about what you're identifying as determines how you act and how you interact with different concepts. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, we're kind of on our way there. So uh, I took some time and reflected on um, what happened there with the post. And technically, even if posting that was... um, Mm, yes, go, this is a great, this is great. Yeah. Um, let's say uh, posting misinformation, we could assume that it's bad. Yeah. Um, but even if it was bad, your experience now of reflecting on it is positive for you. It, it, it's the net result of me post. M- doing so unconsciously to then be able to consciously reflect on my unconscious behavior. That act of posting, let's say, misinformation. We don't know whether or not it was true, so I don't necessarily want to classify it as misinformation per mm-hmm. se because she could be. it could be real or not. Mm-hmm. But ma- that act in itself was true because the net result for me is positive. Yes, and this is what it all comes down to, which is not demonizing the unconscious and trying to not be unconscious. Although it is beautiful to have that like innate want to become more conscious. The thing is, anybody that's judging or demonizing is already unconscious. That, that is a behavior of an unconscious being. A conscious being recognizes that everybody is where they're supposed to be. They cannot be anywhere else. The reality that we live in or the way things have evolved to now mm-hmm. could not have evolved 
any other way. Yeah, and it's always perfect because it's always based on everyone's own reflections. But the thing is, I feel like there's so much programming that I'm still engaged with and that the world is is very much needing to drop away from in terms of everyone evolving past some of these ways of perceiving things that are coming from a place of untrueness. And to me, all of these things um, refine themselves down to, uh, well, maybe not. But what I want to say about this is that um, the distance that we create in terms of good and bad in terms of conceptualizing things into these different things like conscious subconscious good bad you know what all these different things which are true in the sense that we can use them to navigate but when we create this separation between them um in terms of the distinction we make when we when we forget that nothing is good or bad things can be good or can be bad when we forget that and we start saying like, oh, this concept is bad in and of itself, then we're binding ourselves to not being able to use this concept in a way that ever works out well. Well, just by, for no reason other than in, in our perceptive programming somewhere, we think that what we're doing is, is bad or wrong. Just like how when I do something out of a place where I'm feeling shame, um, nothing good comes of it because I'm not really enjoying what I'm doing. I'm feeling ashamed. And then whatever I'm doing doesn't create any positive energy because I'm being ashamed while I'm doing it. And then it's just like this kind of... So the shame itself, as far as true or not true goes, the shame itself is a lie. Why is it a lie? Because it doesn't produce good net result. Yeah. So you're lying to yourself. Yeah. And I'm and in some <clears throat> form I'm perceiving myself in an inaccurate way. And that's kind of where we're totally getting at is a totally. totally what is reality? Mate. What is reality? And what is the external world? So yesterday I uh, decided to actually write a reflection about that um, Facebook post. Beautiful. Um, and Did you also post this on Facebook, this I reflection? wanted to. That, that was maybe the whole should, point. Maybe you could do this and advertise this podcast. Perhaps. That would be <laughs> very helpful. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to um, essentially write a response, a comment, uh, to uh, my reflection about the post and everything that I saw happening the conversations that other people had uh, with each other and uh, just just write a reflective post. And as soon as I sat down, um, before that, I meditated for an extended period of time the day before. I want what I'm saying to be true. That's beautiful. That's all you ever need. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Um, My meditation, um, I don't, I'm getting, I'm starting to 
see it, I'm starting to, but like anytime I expect something of my meditations, it never goes as planned. Mm -hmm. But in any case, it's like my goal is to be as centered as possible and not speak from a place of falsehood. Um, Yeah. To have personal motives that are fueled by ego. I'm not trying to defend myself. It's not about me. I'm, my goal is to speak the truth. And with that in mind, I centered myself. I sat down and um, it's like, well, what did, where do I begin? And uh, the, f- Damn. the first thing I, I wrote was um, truth is a dimension. So is love and freedom. Yeah. They're, they're dimensions. So, because I made a statement that truth is a dimension, it's like, well, what about all this information that we interact with? I need to make a distinction that the information that we interact with can never be true. Right. It doesn't hold the truth. The, the conceptual distinctions in all of the, yeah. It can never be truth. It can yeah. be accurate. Yeah. In representing the outline of the truth. Yeah, or resonant with the truth. It can be somehow factual as well as we can perceive re- reality. Mm-hmm. But... It will not. So anybody that comes to a, some sort of conclusion that they possess the truth or that my thoughts are true, mm-hmm. um, me, my thoughts are true. I'm the one who my thinking is true. I'm right. <laughs> yeah. Um, ah. Uh huh. <laughs> we never possess the truth itself, and so. <clears throat> Does the truth possess us? It can. It can. If we can if access... don't attach to it. If we can access that dimension of truth, th- th- that's, that's the thing. Because reality can never be true or false, by connecting with the dimension of truth, we can embody it. So I can be an embodiment of truth and... How does somebody know yeah. that they are embodiment of truth is if they produce a positive net result and not just positive net result, but P in R positive net result. Yeah. Um, is this your book? This is part of your, your whole book and your PNR. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, your cult ultimate, ultimately. No, no, no. JK, 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 If you're not filled so with. Sorry peace if you're not uh, if i'm not centered in uh, peace which is balance if i'm not centered in love um if i'm not centered in freedom i yeah i do not possess the truth regardless of how accurate and factual my information is dude that's so true so then it's like what is my experience with this thing that we call reality so this whole thing 
that we perceive and we call reality. Um, well, to me, uh-huh. it's never true. Yeah. Well, I think to me what that feels like, what I would say in my own words to describe that is like, well, I don't know. That to me is like such a beautiful way of describing a relationship with reality that feels really good and feels not heavy or weighted or um, based in suffering, which is just that like this um, truth, this reality is just a thing. It doesn't have some sort of like inherent meaning or momentum or. uh, Well, I'm sure it has meaning to a conscious mind. Yeah. But not just by itself. No. And not in the external uh, sense of like me standing here looking around this area and being like, where, what, what's real about this? external yes Yes. so um it's not getting caught up in the external there is no external yeah and uh that was my realization yesterday is so truth is a dimension and everything else can be factual accurate or not yeah but my relationship with the external is mediated only through my senses which are hopefully well calibrated some people's eyes let's say don't work they're blind so their interaction with reality is cut off in a certain way Mm -hmm. let's say you're you are blind so the reality that i'm blind right now exactly the reality that you interact with is channeled down through smaller inputs, which is your sense of smell, taste, touch, mostly touch. Well, I don't think they're smaller. I just think it's like a different set. Like to me right now, my eyes are closed. I'm blind. I'm totally different. I'm a, I'm feeling like a different person. I'm talking differently. Everything's different because I'm funneling my life energy through a different set. Of That's what I mean. The, the funnel things. is restricted. The, the funnel is restricted. So, but then let's say you do have sight and we, you got, you got your eyes back. (laughs) (laughs) You have sight and all of a sudden we tend to think that now I perceive reality and that is not true. That's what it, right, right. Totally being co, so co sought up in sight is one of the things that makes me speak incorrectly because it's such an overpowering <laughs> <laughs> sense. Uh, so easy to be like, you know, seeing is believing. Well, was a I see the thing. cup. Yeah, yeah, I see the cup. Yeah, but this lighter is real. <laughs> this, uh, yeah. So uh, the, the conclusion that I once again come to is uh, everything external is just an internal construct. There is no external. Yes, dude. For me, yes. there is no external. It is my personal inner construct, a model that I create through my senses. Yeah. 
So I never get to really experience another person. I experience the model they create within my psyche about them. Yeah. And a lot of the time it is based on my experience. It's based on, well, yeah. all the building blocks that I possess. Yeah. And it's, and a couple of things with that, like, first of all, whether that's true or not from like a, you know, to, to, whether that's true or not, it. You mean factual or not? Yeah. Like okay. just for people, if anyone wants to argue this, I'm opening that door by saying that whether it's, well, I'm just saying like, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. Perceiving things from that point of view has helped me function so well, so much. See, and that's kind of changing the way I speak. So whether or not that is actual or factual is irrelevant that's because cool. it can be true. Yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't have to be factual for it to bear good results. It's like Jesus Christ taught people through parables. Parables mm -hmm. are made up stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, you know. Ordinary stories that aren't true, mm -hmm. but they are. Yeah. They well, aren't then, factual, but they're true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. So that blew my mind completely yesterday that absolutely everything that I think of as my interaction with the external, one, is mediated through my senses, and two, constructed in my mind. Mm -hmm. I never experience the reality. Mm -hmm. I experience the construct of reality within my mind. Yeah. And yeah. To, for me to think that any particular thought is true, no, I am creating a form like the cup. I am create right now I can see the cup. Okay. Per perceive it. Mm-hmm. Which is me. I can't see the cup. Exactly. What cup? But if you can't see the cup, the cup is not real to you. Yeah. And the realness of this cup only is determined by my sight, which isn't reality. Like It's just a tool to perceive reality. Yeah. Um, so for me to actually be able to interact with the cup um, truly... I would have to become the cup or the cup would have to come be in the cup <laughs> become me. <laughs> um, so that, but the thing is you are the cup, you are reality experiencing yourself through this human form. So apart from the five senses that we possess, uh, we need to develop uh, necessary facul faculties to be able to perceive reality the way that you said. Yeah. To not make that, to stop making the distinction between me and everything else, but not in, yeah, in my imagination, because then we can start playing games by trying to trick our minds to behave in a certain way, but actually grow to exist outside of our mental constructs. Absolutely. And outside of ourselves within 
this headspace. Exactly. To just be. Yeah. 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 Reality is, and if I can just be without creating the constructs of everything. It's like, but how do you do that? Your mind doesn't shut off. Well, that's... Right, you got to ebb as well, which is be backwards, and which means the flowing out of the tides, you know? You, you... That, to me, is like learning how to process the energy that your ego creates, your identity creates, in a way that is in harmony with the understanding that you are just part of everything. Because to me, that's like why I make these decisions, I take these actions from this place of energy that I've generated as an individual through my identity and then wondered, well, yeah, I mean, I think that's like the, the journey of life is experiencing interacting with life. And for me, at least, wanting to understand my relationship with life so that my interactions from my identified self, me being like, I'm this guy, uh, I'm going to do this thing in the world. And noticing how sometimes I feel like I'm really in, it's like the universe is doing it. It's just happening. And it, like everything is flowing naturally. And it's just like all going. And then sometimes I'm like trying to do it, like forcing it and being like, what's going, why, ah, why is this, why is not everything working. all like you know disconnected because it's not true right because i've gotten lost thinking that my awareness of my identity is my awareness of reality yeah and that's infinitely subtle for everyone and the idea of me as the idea of my identity is a construct yeah, of my mind that you create the world that I perceive is a construct of my mind. Yeah. All the people that I've built relationships with aren't real. They're just a form that I've outlined within my mind, and that's where they live. So how do... <clears throat> So technically, when somebody lives within their mind and they identify themselves as the thoughts that they have, they live in an illusion. Because all these forms that we create are not the real thing. Mm -hmm. It's well, an illusion. And yeah. the simulation isn't out there. <laughs> it's like this yeah. universe is not a simulation. The simulation is happening in your head. Yeah, and your body is the the mechanism it's that... It's the controller. Yeah. <laughs> like, it generates the simulation for That you. is so crazy. And then the environment gener generates the energy for your body. And the environment mm -hmm. is its own body simulation, simulating just energy into My physical. body is a console. I am the controller. That's a cool song by Channel Trace. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> wow. So how can I apply that to my life where 
this becomes true. It's like, yeah, <sighs> yeah, mate. Oh, well. Then it gets into you know the balance of the masculine and the feminine energies just as forces in the universe that we interact with where it's like the well, feminine energy is to receive receive and the masculine energy is to act and there is I notice that like uh, instinct I have to be like well let's let's get down to it let's go in the external and act and make something happen and understanding my relationship with that in a way that is both not an illusion but also not shameful to because like I've spent my time sometimes trying to like rebalance my masculinity in a way that's colored in shame where I like feel bad about myself as a guy just as a guy for but, being a guy but feeling bad about yourself is simply a uh response it's a product of a lie right because like, i'm not a guy all i'm a person <laughs> <laughs> well uh, regardless of what something is if the thoughts that if that's you, why this gender stuff is confusing if what you, if what you're experiencing are negative emotions then your thoughts are not true oh dude thank you that's really helpful the, and that's what truth is. Truth is what produces life energy, goodness. Yeah. What what we call goodness can only be produced by truth. So if right, you, but that's a misapprehension of what goodness is because life energy, which is what I think people say is good, which is stuff that has this energy that's powerful, that's not good. It's neutral. It's what it happens when you're correctly perceiving what's happening. Not cor correct is too forceful, but it's like accurately perceiving what's happening. Yeah, that's not good or bad. It's just something, and we mm -hmm. co-opt co it as being good, and then we try and like search for that and do whatever it takes to get to that place, and then we do a bunch of shit that's not yeah. good. Yeah. So um, the the post was technically about vaccines and COVID, and which is like some of the the two most heightened um what am i trying to say like inflammatory incendiary concepts that exist in our society right they're now. the viral subjects <laughs> of, yeah, our of time. Our thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> um so if everything is um a mental construct then yes here we go this is it yes then uh <laughs> My experience with COVID mm -hmm. um, that I did not have personally, mm -hmm. um, if it is influenced by the media and I take the information that is given to me on the authority of researchers, scientists, mm -hmm. on the authority of the government, mm -hmm. of the media, mm -hmm. um, it's a hyper-reality. Because for me... You're saying it, I it, mean, it doesn't. Lightly. It doesn't exist. Yeah, all, all yes. those, <laughs> all those tools, because science and scientists and research, they're 
their tools of creating reality. Well, representations of potential reality. And media only provides representation of hopefully it's factual representation of reality, but me buying into any ideas that are outside of my awareness is the same problem that I ran into when I took the videos that my mom showed me, made certain conclusions about the um, accuracy of the information on her authority and uh, accepted it as true or real. We're doing the same thing except with other authorities. We're, I like to use the <laughs> phrase, mm -hmm. outsourcing our autonomy. Absolutely. Do you yes. like that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's so good. I mean, that, yes. Um, that really, it's very clear. And, and, and that's, whenever I see people arguing about it, it's like, what you're doing is, um, let's say, you're playing in a video game. Well, none of well, this is real. Yes. Yes. Mm, yeah. What I, the thing is, <laughs> um, God, I was just fucking with your voice so much during that in such a good way. Cool. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, it's all about discovering our own autonomy so that we can live in oneness together. Amen. In freedom and truth. Amen. And space and love, not competing with each other under just enjoying everyone's individuality and allowing every person to express and exist in themselves as much as they can. I feel so limited by all of the construct of society making me feel like I have no space to exist in a neutral way. Everything I'm doing is being like processed through this machine that spits out all of these perceptions but, myself. But it never happened. It never happens externally. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm just like getting that in my head. You're the one that's through, creating it mm -hmm. through the building Buying blocks that, that you're given yeah because it's like if you were given different parameters the construct of your reality would be different you have the parameters that have been given to you mm -hmm. uh plus the awareness on top so right if, which is the thing that we do live and this is changing now but and it will change more and more as we do this more but we are all born into karmic uh, mm -hmm. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. Let's talk about this and then segue back to uh, COVID and karma. <laughs> I, I okay. would love to talk okay, about Okay, yeah, and then, and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's something I've needed to not shame myself for being angry and frustrated at the imbalanced karma that I've been born into this life feeling. And that's something that's recently been on in this weird, paradoxical, subtle, spiritual way. I've realized that I have been blaming myself for things, for being angry, 
because I'm shaming myself for actually just being angry at Jesus. things that are worth being angry at that are not like so real parts of you human feel life angry about a certain parts of the construct of your reality and then shaming yourself for being angry. Yeah. And yeah. then feeling ashamed for shaming yourself. Yes. And then what? feeling <laughs> and then feeling <laughs> hating myself like uh, <laughs> sounds like a path to depression. <laughs> yeah, baby. That's what, what it's what, all what? about. <laughs> when depression is a beautiful balancer of this function where it's like the more that you understand the the, or the more that you embody accurate perception of uh, reality, which is a dangerous thing to say, <laughs> but uh, that that danger gets balanced by this kind of depressive nature, which is really beautiful in its balance where the only reason I'm depressed is because I'm creating that depression to uh, slow myself down into processing this mm. thing that I need to appreciate more and mm. understand accurately more. That, that's definitely one way of putting it. Well, totally, our thoughts create suffering for our wrong thoughts, the lies that we um, believe in, yeah. create suffering. Yeah. And then suffering is there to let us know that uh, we need to reconceptualize our reality. Yeah. So then that suffering or depression is simply a red flag for you that uh, you need to rethink your worldview because something just isn't working out for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And it can be so difficult for me to, I mean, I, yeah, like I feel like seeing the reality of things in my life comes down to every single time I do see the reality of something in my life, it's a positive thing that's showing me, uh, that's giving me an opportunity to interact with something in a different way to change my life positively. Um, in the sense that like anything that's like dissonant with who I am or any like uncomfortable feeling is, it's there for a good reason. But my conception of it and my sometimes my programming and sometimes my just being a shitty person uh, makes me not perceive it in that way that's aware of the positive nature of it. Um. And then I feel depressed. But then let's say you do come up with... But it's because I try and move away from that feeling and not interact with it because I'm like... It's just a weird paradox. It's so easy to get into these like feedback loops in life. So well, let's say there is suffering in your life and my life. Yeah. Um, and it is a result of um, lies or lack of truth yeah so then i try to reconstruct my worldview um yeah. okay. then i'm just creating a different kind of illusion once again 
because everything that my mind can construct is not going to be the real thing. Yeah, and so you might as well have any old illusion because they're all the same yeah, all, falsity. So all it doesn't illusion matter what is going to lead you down. You're holding on to. Yeah, it's just the intensity it's is going to be different. So, what is the solution? The solution is for us to um, develop certain faculties that actually allow us to engage with truth. Yeah. Yep. That's that's it. And, Although, <laughs> and truth is not something that is out there. Truth is not something that uh, can be uh, perceived with tools. Um, it's yeah, not, it can only be experienced. It, and how do you know it's true? It bears good fruit. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's one thing that I learned from Jesus. He's like, a good tree cannot give bad fruit and a bad tree cannot give good fruit. A good tree is going to give good fruit. If you believe in truth, you're going to bear good fruit. What is good fruit? Love, freedom. Yeah. And I have lately been realizing all the little tiny things that I just let go from truth out of some say that again just like uh like these little things that aren't true that i allow in my mm -hmm. life experience and i've recently just realized like it's time to just not be holding on to those patterns because there's no yeah there's nothing to them. Yeah. But I somehow think that I have to hold on to them or they define me sometimes or whatever. But 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 then again, it's like, it it's is like what do you want? Oh, so weird. Because like, I shouldn't be holding on to these patterns. So then you try to. But should you? I mean, are they are the patterns bad themselves? That's the thing. Well, it's an, it's an illusion. So then you're trying to block out illusion with the same tools that created illusion, which is yeah. an illusion. Like you are trying to solve the problem with the tools that created the problem. That's not going to work. There has to be something else. And that something else is found in metaphysical uh, mm -hmm. explorations. Mm -hmm. It's something that cannot be... Um, found in the material realm because material realm can only be perceived through five senses and everything you perceive through five senses is not the real thing but then a representation of the real thing in your mind you we're just playing this if you believe in science alone you're lost because science cannot lead you to the way out yeah it can help from it can help your intellectual conscious mind order things in a way that's like the most accurate slash safe slash defined way which i think is positive i think much like conservative and liberalism uh science and spirituality are like two sides of the same coin Mm -hmm. And integrating them both in balance. That's a must. Yeah. Masculine and feminine need to go together. Yeah. 
Absolutely. It's it's the same thing. And it seems like what happened was instead of religion, we uh, replaced, well, it's, we still have a religion. It's just, it goes um, under uh, the term government. Mm. Yeah, it's or a, science sometimes for a, people. Because let's say Judaism. I've the, heard about it. <laughs> their religion uh, gave them laws and rules. So we have laws and rules. Uh, and it gave them a way to structure themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of what the government does for us. It creates laws and rules. Um, it also creates oppression when it's done wrong. And that's exactly what the government is doing. So mm-hmm. uh, we, we still have science. And we still have religion. It's just that our religion became the government. Uh-huh. And yeah, those people who believe wow. that religion can solve your problems are wrong because nothing can solve your problems that is outside of you. Yeah. Woo. The government can solve your problems. <sighs> You don't have any other problems than you. the ones that you model within your head. Yeah, so you might as well get into yourself because you are all that you are and that's all that you're ever going to be until you're dead. That's true. And probably even after you're dead. So, so then you brought up the <laughs> ultimate bad thing that people are afraid of. So they're like, yeah, you're, you're talking about all these things that reality doesn't exist. But if somebody comes knocking on your door and they're there with a gun trying to take your shit and they hit you on the head with that gun, it's like, well, that's reality knocking on your door, hitting you with a gun. Wake up. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> What, it's true. It's true. What if, what if he kills you? It's true. And yeah. Then we get. Well, this and this to me is the fucking realest shit. And this is what COVID is all about. And this is what this time is all about. Yes. We must learn to accept death and stop Amen. running away from it. Amen. That is causing all of our problems. Amen. The fear of death has has and the government potentially is creating this or playing into it in a way that keeps the, people the media, afraid yeah. and, and disempowered by yeah but really when you accept this is every single time I do a projection of what reality is like I go into meditation I really center myself and I explore my relationship with everything and kind of create a simulation of reality in my internal world I realized that my fear of death and the distraction of that fear and the, well, I don't know. It's just very much at the core of everything. Like when I don't fear death, um, that is all, I guess all I'm trying to do all the time is deprogram myself from the fear of death because when I experience things and areas where that's not impacting who I am, I feel so happy to be alive and so free and so much fulfilled in the moment of whatever is happening. 
which to me, I think is just really the what life is all about experiencing it and in the moment you're experiencing it feeling completely fulfilled um and everything is set up for everyone to be feeling that way almost all the time and the things that have been created because of a fear of death have segregated resources information people based on all of these different distinctions and disconnecting the them and the disconnection of things that's created from a place of separateness which is created because of the fear of death and separating yourself from that is it's just the cause of everything and the only uh, I my clear objective when I reach that place in myself is to and just like based on the external factors of my life story um it all just comes down to connecting every feeling to the same thing not disconnecting from anything not creating any like false separation of things yeah and we are constantly being asked to face uncomfortable feelings in small ways unless we run away from those uncomfortable feelings and those uncomfortable feelings get bigger and bigger and bigger. But really they're just asking to be felt and seen as the reality of what they are, which is just the same thing as everything else. It's a real thing that you can look at and understand whatever it is, you know, wall, depression, you know, death. Run it through your awareness. But the pressure we create of this imbalance of energy versus concept, we're all running away from this thing called death. Yeah. And it's just like drying and, everything and, up. It's creating and actual suffering. death. And so suffering. Yeah. The, the whole subject of vaccine versus not vaccine is, uh, in my mind, you have a... Both can be conscious and unconscious. Yep. And that's really what's important. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. If you are afraid of death uh, due to COVID... Or let's say suffering. If you are afraid of suffering due to the virus. Okay. uh, And if you are afraid of suffering due to the vaccine, you're you're in the same camp. Yeah. (laughs) And the only time it's different is when you're afraid of needles. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's actually... If you want to get the vaccine... But you can't do it because of your fear of needles is so great. <laughs> I don't know what to tell very you. Very okay? different. Those people, <laughs> they break all the rules of everything <laughs> we talked about today. I'm allergic to needles. <laughs> uh, imagine that, though, if somebody was actually allergic to needles. In that's any a, case. <laughs> that's uh, a, goal, a rich vein. You're, you're absolutely right that uh, we have accepted two axioms that are absolutely false that death is the end and that suffering is bad yeah exactly (laughs) and those two things is like they Uh, they shape people's reality to create more negative feelings and negative feelings and emotions are created by a lie created by a lie you can create a false narrative and leave live in a la la land um well that sounds fun i have not good movie 
Yeah. Is it? <laughs> oh, wait. It was a good movie. I remember that. That was pretty... Was it? Yeah. Oh, wait. Wasn't that with Ryan Gosling? Oh, that was just Lala. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone, freaking that, being that was... in Los Angeles, making all this music is so romantic. It's so nice. Oh. And you say La La Land, and I'm thinking, that sounds actually like pretty good. It's like something that I want to be doing, living in a La La Land. So, I don't know. Uh, what, are you t- what are you saying so, to me? So, maybe... Um... Living in the La La Land where you are filled with love, freedom. And freedom is lack of fear. If if you yeah. have fear, <laughs> you are, you can't be free. Um, if you have, uh, if something has any control over you, such as the government, such as... And these are all just perceptions of concepts that aren't real, whether it's the, the government or a way of looking at yourself that makes you feel sad about who you are. Anything. It is a construct of your mind and nothing else. And it, it is your relationship with that construct that is causing you pain. And suffering. It is your personal relationship that you have with a construct in your mind. Um, as far as physical pain goes, once again, let's say <clears throat> you have been dis- desensitized to pain and your sensory inputs don't work, like your nerve endings are burnt, then pain is not real in your perception of reality. It does not exist. So technically, even pain is that a construct within your mind. What I would give to be that kind of person. Not really, because <sighs> you are God, and God wanted to feel every last so bit right. of this existence. And every the extent of the pain that I feel is always balanced by the sensitivity of all other feelings other, exactly it's like why would you cut that out why would you cut out suffering if you can't suffer you can't be happy yeah what you should do is cut yourself and <laughs> <laughs> is this the kind of podcast you want to have i'm totally down i don't care but like <laughs> well the podcast uh... is podcast and it's me <laughs> All I care about is being funny, okay? Uh, but all anyone else wants to talk about is reality and moving things forward. Not, uh, I want to move. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't know, dude. Uh, how much? No, time I love do it. I have? love it. How far along are we? We're at the end. We're at the end. Yeah. Say long. what? I mean, we've been at the end for so long, which is the beautiful thing about what we've been talking about, which is that you can live from this perception integrated into who you are and then you're living at the end of all uh, seeking for fulfillment and you feel fulfilled because you know that everything is everything and then you can just experience something in the moment and that's what we've been doing on this podcast it's been so good it's so nice so fun yeah I really appreciate you sharing you're absolutely right about that Um, the, the only way out is to Accept the present, um, not live in the past and the future. Mm-hmm. And living in a la-la land is just being surprised by what's next. Yeah, and, and understanding that this experience is always changing yeah. and there's no idea what's going to happen, which yeah. can be such a fun, yeah. exciting 
the idea of what's gonna happen is falsehood because it's just a yeah, creation it's always gonna and limit be so much more limited than what the reality is so bottom line is if i think i know anything or if one is convinced that they have an an understanding of anything um that's an illusion yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> so with that uh yeah thank you so much tim grebenyuk for coming on the show for coming on the show and doing that crazy explicit (laughs) part that we did cut out, but you can see on Patreon, just kidding, but please come see other things on Patreon. Uh, yeah. Is there anything like, who are you? Where do you want people to find you? Do you want people to, do you want to promote anything that's going on? No, I'm trying to find me to begin with other people. Let's wait till I find me and then other people could potentially yeah. try and find me. Well, other people are just you. That's true. They got to find them first. Yes. We all got to find ourselves. Yeah. And then we'll also find each other. Amen. At the same time. Peace. Wah, 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 wah. Dude, that was soft. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, that was.